So we're kicking off the Nine Hertz podcast this week with uh, the excellent Codex Serafini, uh, who put out a record on uh, Half Melted Brain Records out of Brighton. This is incredibly psychedelic. I mean, that's that's an easy way of describing this, really. Yeah, it's just full of energy and and sort of vibrancy, isn't it? Yeah, and you know, obviously it's kind of psych. There's crowd rock in there, uh, and they've got that. You know, they've definitely got those vibes covered, but it's it's delivered in this strange kind of hippie-ish approach. It's a freeness, you know, that that conveys in the music and the multi-instrumentation, you know, it's kind of open-ended in its direction. And it's just got something slightly unconventional in its delivery that I like about them. You know, they, they, they had a really good EP last year as well, and it's just good to have them back because, you know, they, they, they bring something slightly new. It's, you know, even if you imagine like the Rocket recordings, even for them, it's on their kind of out there end. You know, it's a band like Goat, I suppose. They've got something different and, you know, really, really interesting and fun to listen to. Definitely. Um, I mean, I got sort of King Gizzard vibes as well. Um, mm. You know, that sort of free form, sort of turning your hand to everything all at once sort of thing. So um, I'm sure there might uh, might be sort of keen listeners to them as well. Um, that's very sort of base, but yeah, I think that's uh, kind of what they're going for. But yeah, really enjoyed that. And um, yeah, such a sort of, I don't know, rip-roaring start to the, to the podcast this week. So the record's called Invisible Landscape, and you can get it at codexseraphini.bandcamp.com. And that was a song called Time, Change and Become. As ever, it's the Nine Hertz podcast, nine tracks uh, that we found via... Bandcamp uh, submissions, or just sort of gathering them from the uh, the great mass that is social media and, and everything like that. We we just we seem to sort of connect with so many people, and we're getting so many submissions now. It's it's amazing. This next one was a really strange little find uh, on Bandcamp the other day from me. A band called Blast Shields, who seem to have only put a few releases out um, so far, but this is like a one minute. Um, they've called it a, a grindcore epic in three movements, which I thought was brilliant and. I read that description before I heard it and I was like, yeah, this is brilliant. It seems, I mean, it's only a minute, obviously, but it, it sounds to me like it, it, it lasts longer. The, the three parts are very distinct and and sort of take up their own space. It's, it's something amazing about that, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It, it, the, you know, that whole kind of, that three movements they talk about, you know, I might not be able to map them exactly, but you feel it, you know, you, you experience it and you go through that. And just one thing as well, I've just noticed they're putting this on tape. Which is yeah, amazing. Is a one-minute release. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and and you know, self-deprecating humor. You know, it's like it's kind of on the band camp thing. All flow, it's all fury, um, and the fact that they say, they say they're reinventing nothing, but actually, it, it is just uh, you know, it's playful. It's you know, it's grinding. You know, heaviness and just a load of fun. I, I thought this was excellent. Yeah, it's it's really strange as well because they sort of managed to cover maybe three or four different styles within that minute very mm. well it's like three bands have, have kind of made this um I, from the slow like chuggy sort of bits i've got like iron lung and haymaker kind of vibes from it like that kind of 90s power violence sound but there was obviously grindcore in there as well yeah i mean i don't know how much more we can say about a minute but we've you know there's so much to pick apart in in just such a short space of time and i, I really um I really was quite impressed by this. I thought, you know, that's crazy that selling a, a cassette for eight dollars that's going to be a minute and it repeats on the other side. Apparently, I don't know if it's a, a C one, you know, like a, a one minute long yeah. piece of tape. But I'd, yeah, I'd love to know. Yeah, really, really interesting release. If you want to listen to this again, I guess you can go to blastshield.bandcamp.com. Yeah, and uh, the record's called Muse, um, and here it is. <laughs> 
So this next tune is from a brilliant compilation that you found, Pete, of uh, Slovakian bands uh, from a label called Apples Far From The Tree, who seem to have a sort of quite an active blog as well. Um, lots and lots of reviews and articles and stuff, uh, which can translate into English as well. Um, and they've um, released this amazing compilation of bands that like, I've heard, heard of none of these seven bands. And um, all of it is is really worth listening to. I mean, you can buy the cassette version of it as well. But it's a real insight and a real kind of, I don't know, like document of Slovakian doom and and heavy music, I guess, at the moment. And yeah, I'm I'm so glad you brought it to my attention because it's so interesting. Yeah. And the track we're going to play is is interesting as well. Yeah, it, it feels like a labour of love, doesn't it? You know, it, it's and I love these documents which, you know, encapsulate a scene and a you know a, a location. It, you know, if this isn't just another compilation, this you know this is. Um, this tells you something and opens up something for you. Um, and, you know, and if that's the Slovakian doom scene, then, you know, brilliant. You know, it's, it's so much I really did get this. I, so much I've bought the tape. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of, you know, reasonable shipping and everything as well. So I really recommend people, you know, t- take that opportunity as well. It's, you know, the, the, just to talk on this song, you know, I, I, like you say, I, I didn't know any of the bands on here either. Um, there were several bands on here I, I kind of liked from this, but this one stood out most. It's a cover of a band called Beton or Beton, and um, I looked those up. They seem to be like a Slovakian crust band. And the originals, you know, I found the original song, and it's done in about two minutes, whereas this is six minutes long because it's doom. And, you know, that kind yeah. of, I love that kind of... Um, and and it's, it's really good, you know, like... And then, you know, like, like further on the tape, there's kind of... There's a band called Therapist who do this kind of atmospheric, epic post-metal take on doom there's a band called nisitel i think it is which is kind of experimental black metal influenced doom and everything on it it's just like i just had a lot of fun listening to this and, and that you know a compilation it, it should open you up to something else you know i went and checked out all these bands and that's what the best compilation should do so they've done a brilliant job absolutely and um yeah this you wouldn't know as a cover unless it told you i guess with this one because I guess Beton might be famous in Slovakia, but I, I don't think they're maybe well known outside of that. And um, yeah, I mean, the, the whole compilation to me, I love hearing different countries' takes on uh, this style of music as well, because, you know, you get kind of a, I don't know whether you get like a tr- traditional approach to it from the musicians that grew up there, or you get like a sort of, there's like a norm for that country but there's something different about every track on here. And I think people should go and listen to the whole thing, really. We'll put the link up to this in the uh, sort of description of the podcast because I'm not about to try and uh, do my best Slovakian accent. Um, So we're going to play a song by a band called Mobius, and it's featuring Marie. Uh, This is Naveki Nasrati.
so the excellent Transcending Obscurity Records have picked up so many amazing bands in the last few uh, years, I guess. And we're so pleased to see them uh, sort of sign Replicants. So uh, Replicant are a band that we played um, back in August 2020, I think. And they did a four-way split with uh, a few other bands, but we, we really noticed them as like this kind of almost like a dirty sludge influenced death metal band. And I feel like they've tightened up the death metal on this. What do you reckon, Pete? Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, from that split, you know, there's like cryptic shift on that split that's, uh, and a couple of other, crypt, you know, who are from Leeds. And that was a, you know, they were linked to the kind of the sci-fi theme. And, you know, there's that, that you know, particularly Replicant had this cosmic death metal. This feels different, you know, it's, 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 it's great to have them back. But, um, and it's different. It's got like this, it's got a chuggy, techy feel, like a bit gorguts in there. And then it's more kind of bullish and brutish than I remember from, I mean, you know, I, I haven't got that much exposure to him, but from, from listening to him, what, half a year ago, I, I, I don't know, it almost gets into kind of like a beat down riff at some point, you know, like like yeah. nails or even like hate reels. <laughs> I mean, he's pushing it too far, but you know what I mean? It, it, there is something like that in there. And, and I, you know, I must say as well, and then after that as well, there's this quiet bit, which, you know, it's, it's there briefly, but it's almost into kind of like dreamy Alcest territory or something like that, you know, like a melodicism, which, yeah. you know, it, it quickly returns to like, like you know, the, the barking death metal at the end. But there's obviously a lot going on with this band, which is good to see. Yeah, that um, that sort of quiet bit with the theremin and stuff like that, it reminds me of the, um, the more synthy Walls in the Throne Room records, you know, that atmospheric, mm. weird, weird sort of, folky sound i guess but yeah yeah like you say incredibly tacky incredibly hardcore and not beat down um sort of territory but kind of getting there isn't it and yeah, yeah i just thought it was really interesting. i can't wait to hear the whole album um i know we've probably got sent it some, at some point but um yeah yeah this this track you've picked is just yeah it took my head off um and i know i say that a lot but yeah this 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 was like wow they've kind of upped their game a little bit maybe um, and mm-hmm. they're calling, I mean, the label are even calling unheralded. So I think we're at the start of these guys becoming quite big. And I noticed they've they've actually sort of paired up um, the Discord album with this on on Transcending Obscurity because, uh, you know, to, to sort of offer like these are the two death metal bands we're excited about sort of idea. You know, for good reason. They list um, Burnt by the Sun, which is a, a gr- another great um, sort of comparison, really. You know, Dave Whitty's drumming definitely has an influence here and just like, the techie twisting kind of riffs of it, but it's got that grimness to it that, that I think a lot of tech metal kind of misses. It's got that kind of organic sound to it as well as being, yeah. you know, pinpoint accuracy and uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, um, you know, pro tool to, to extremes. Um, yeah. I really love this. Um, the song we're going to play is called caverns of insipid reflection. You can also watch the video uh, at replicantband.bandcamp.com. Uh, the record's called malignant reality.
So, Tartarus Records are a label that we played many bands from in the past, and uh, they're sort of an incredibly diverse uh, label as well. You know, you'll get sort of feminist black metal, um, really strange like doom bands, very experimental, like out there kind of stuff, like, you know, that doesn't involve guitars or heavy vocals at all, it, you know, just really world music inspired, I guess. And this is another example of, of maybe somewhere half between, halfway between those two sort of sort of standpoints for this label and Bongra, who I gather have been going for a very long time. have just released an album called Antediluvian. Yeah. It's a confusing miasma of, of, of sort of sounds, isn't it? But it's so good. Yeah. You know, the, the, like you say, it's been going a while. It's, it's kind of this, this guy's alter ego of a guy called uh, Jason Conan. Um, and he was in a, he's in a band called Celestial Season who were kind of a Dutch stoner doom band i actually think they might have reformed it but um i remember from way back when in kind of the 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 peak well the the early peak of stoner rock when um from the stoned revolution you know the groundbreaking compilation done by i think it was done by walter from roburn and lee dorian uh, and they were on there along with like caius and sleeping everything so it, it's amazing to hear that's that's his background because bongra have kind of you know done this kind of noise drone thing but it kind of typically went into, you know, what, what's called harsh breakcore, and then, you know, it links to bands like Venetian Snare, that's kind of probably, probably the, the name we'd recognise more than most. Press blurb we got for this describes how he's, he's decided to return to his doom roots somewhat. Out of that melting pot, you know, it's almost inevitably it's, it's turned into this kind of vast, suffocating drone sound. And then it adds in this wild and free jazz, and you know, through the saxophone, and it is, you know, it's, it's this complete trip and always with the menacing darkness and the heaviness. Um, I, I, I thought it was really fascinating. There's, there's one, you know, there's a band who it reminds me of. And I, I'm almost certain that that band, which is uh, Five the Hierophant, you know, the kind of the band from yes. London, yeah. uh, have stated, you know, have named uh, Bong Rao as an influence. And you can kind of see that definitely. It's like, you know, it's that same strange world of untethered experimentation. Um, and when it's, uh, you know, allied to this heaviness as it is here, you know, this, this is going to grab me uh, always. Yeah. I mean, to me, it, it reminds me of um, the band Circle and um, possibly like Pharaoh Overlord as well. You know, that kind yeah, of yeah. veterans making this incredibly complex and, and dark and genuinely scary music. I mean, it's it's very mysterious. It's It's like it's been submerged in something. I love it really really strange yeah it looks like it's it's incredibly popular already because they've they've sold out of the limited edition tape uh, and it looks like there's only four records left at the uh, tartus records uh, band camp so uh, yeah if you want to hear this you can go to tartusrecords.com uh, and you'll be able to find uh, albums there this song's called kepper pharaoh serpent
I think some of us uh, are guilty of maybe getting into bands because you see the name and you think, wow, um, that's really, really unusual. And I wonder what it sounds like. And that's exactly what I heard um, with this next one. So uh, the band Mr. Crabman and the Seaweeds, which is fully ridiculous, um, are from uh, Finland. And uh, yeah, I just noticed the name the other day and I, I sort of got to listen to this. And it actually is fantastic. It's kind of like this um, almost like fun sludge band uh, it's just so full of energy and i think it's kind of sometimes sludge needs a bit of a kick up the bum i think it's kind of um it can get a bit staid and a bit you know stale and yeah this this is just exciting and and like the the, the opening bars and when the guy screams fuzzwitch on this i just thought yeah i love this i can actually imagine this like um going down very well in like a tiny venue you know people with beers in their hands and yeah brilliant mm. Kind yeah, of cap- captures it, that that feeling. Yeah, that kind of that you know, I, I think we've kind of latched on to this in the same way. You know, a lot of what you said, you know, um, I echoed. So that from one like that demented shout of the track title, which opens proceedings, it just makes me smile every time. Yeah, um, and actually, the vocals, you know, the vocals um, for for all their gruffness, you know, which is just the kind of raw as fuck, like. Um, you know, from the chest or from the throat, it, it, it kind of the cadence of them, you know, brings a melody over the top of you know what is otherwise quite you know a black and sludge sound, yeah. um, and that, that's a weird, weird. You know, you wouldn't think it. You know, you think, uh, you know, because of the the nature, but they, they do. Um, and I actually had to kind of purposely listen to the rest of the music just to kind of pick it out because it's, it, it dominates it so much. And, and that is this stone of sludge. And I, I pick up on, you know what you're saying, like, like a fun sludge. I kind of imagined a, a heavier, sludgier scissor fight, for example. And, you know, yeah, that's, that's a good, uh, that, good call. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I think we both experience it in the same way. Definitely. Definitely. Looks like um, they did an album in uh, 2017. So it's been about four years since uh, their last release, but it looks like they did. Uh, there's another song on here called Earth Killer. It looks like they did that as a single back in April, um, maybe as a kind of um, pre- prelude to this uh, this little EP. I just thought it was something very unusual and, uh, and exciting. So really, really impressed by this. You can get this at mrcrabmantheseaweeds.bandcamp.com. And we're going to play the title track of this. This is Fuzzwitch. First switch!
So uh, this next record is uh, from a band called Visions from Beyond from Bristol, and they seem to have come out of nowhere. I mean, I've literally um, not heard of them before, and this is just amazing. I mean, um, it seems like their debut release, and they've, they've kind of released it on tape to great um, sort of, re- you know, a great reception, really. Uh, Dry Cough have uh, put out uh, the tape, uh, a run of 50. I don't know if they've still got them, uh, but, uh, yeah, it seems to be quite popular. And, um, yeah, it's just this kind of heavy plodding kind of sound and it, it, it it's got like early death metal vibes but with like maybe like a god flesh influence as well I, I i didn't know what to make of it to begin with but like after a few listens i was like i, I get it it's, it's just murky and a bit kind of out there and and unfamiliar and i think that's why it it was like initially like a challenge but yeah once you get past that it's like wow this is incredible yeah and it is that it's that weird kind of weird atmosphere that you know the empty spaces in it are as important as the music you know then it's a real sort of you know to me it's it's like old death doom you know love like yeah disembowelment or you know winter or but also you know like and i think they mentioned it somewhere it, it takes from bands like you know someone like burning witch as well yes. the, in fact actually the the self-description that which i think is really is perfect on their kind of uh band coming, ancient death metal and cosmic funeral doom you know that, that just sums this up and you know it it's it kind of wallows in the in its you know in the murk and and then on this song in particular, you know, so that real kind of strange guitar line appears and, and it kind of, it defines this track. It's, it's cryptic, it's eerie, it's cobwebbed. You know, it's just, it, it, it's, it points to something old and creaking. And I, I just found it absolutely fascinating. I've listened to this loads since it's, since it like came out on Jack Off. I should say as well, it's, I, I found a bit about the band. It's, it's a drummer from a band in Hereford and I'll find the name in a second. So, it's a drummer from a band in Hereford called Fetus Christ, who were a grindcore band, and apparently it has been born out of lockdown. You know, we've said so many times how much, you know, great music has, has appeared. And this is something, you you know, I guess would never have seen the light of day. And, you know, I'm really grateful it has because I, I, I thought this was amazing. He put it out um, in January himself. I, I didn't pick up on it then, but like you say, Dreykov picked up. He was saying about the tapes. The tapes aren't ready yet, but they will be coming out um, in the next month or so. So that's something to look forward to because, because the whole thing is just, you know, this creepy, weird death metal. Like just, you know, it just, this tendrils, you know, get you, you know, grab you eventually. And you just got to, you know, after the exposure and it's, you know, and you're happy to, happy to be caught by it. Yeah, I think the whole aesthetic's very 1980s, um, early 90s kind of death metal, and I, I love everything about it. Just really interesting, and like like I say, it's it's one that creeps creeps along, doesn't it? It's really good. So yeah, if you want to hear this, you can go to visionsfrombeyond.bandcamp.com. We're going to play a song off the album Eternally Bound, Whip by Time, which is called Slave to the Reptant Cannibals. <laughs> Thank you. 
So we've come to a band that I think me and Pete are, are huge fans of. Really, we've seen them live a few times, and they're just so um, masterful at what they do. I mean, um, Year of No Light from Bordeaux in France um, have reached uh, a grand old age of twenty years, which is amazing. I mean, that's kind of flown by. Uh, I remember hearing about them, you know, like little snippets here and there, and then experiencing. Them. I think that I first saw them live at um, Art Tangent weirdly because they uh they had a damnation festival stage at one of the first few art tangents and they sort of it was a really sunny day but they seemed to bring clouds as soon as they started to play and it's just this lumbering post-metal sound but with more character than that suggests you know that they're not an also ran kind of neurosis copyist band that they're incredibly rich and, and diverse band and um yeah through 20 years they've released some incredible records i think uh you know there's, there's been a few people uh, pick apart their albums but to me there's there's not much point because they're so dense and and so it, it's it's like trying to make sense of um you know the stars without looking at them properly it's 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 brilliant and uh yeah so as part of their um 20 year anniversary they're releasing a new album called uh consolamentum they've actually released a i think it's a 12 lp box set um sort of with a load of i think it's all of their studio albums plus a few rarities and things like that and there's all sorts like a, a wooden box to go with it and i think it's about 150 pounds uh, when you translate it from euros and yeah um what what a sort of statement to make i mean you know here's what we've done in 20 years uh, in one big box uh, but this new record um yeah just staggering really staggering i don't know what you made of this i'm i'm just waxing lyrical about this one but you know what did you make of it pete it, yeah it's you know it is good it's got that you know colorful exploration you know of like post metal horizons you know there's moments of light you know against you know well you know contrasting with that dense weight um and and it, it encapsulates you know, the best of Year of No Light. You know, I think, you know, that you're saying about the history of them, I, I was never that into post-metal. Um, and I, I, I probably did, you know, incorrectly lump them in with a lot of that, you know, um, neurosis copyists, you know. I, 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 for example, Russian Circus, I was never a big fan of those, even though they're one of the biggest bands there. And despite people raving about them, I, I just never thought they were for me. And I think I, we saw them at Temples Festival um, together and they were, they were, you know, amazing then. And, that changed my mind with them and you know then i've gone back to them and, and found them a lot more you know not like you say you know like you say not the generic sound and, and you know the multitude of bands that came out of those there's a reason they've lasted this long it's because they have their individuality and, and their own take on this which which is essential and you know makes even new releases now this deep into the career you know something you know an event Definitely. I think they're one of those enduring sort of post-metal types um, that have done well because they keep their head down and kind of concentrate on what they want to do rather than following convention or, or kind of what people are expecting or what's fashionable at the time. I put them up there with like Armin Ra, Rosetta, possibly Celeste as well, that kind of just very dark and very sort of focused music, even though, you know, listening to one of their songs, even this one that we're going to play, um, it feels like a, a massive experience that you can't really pick apart the first time you hear it. So um, if you've never heard them before, I'd, I'd sort of seriously like dip into some of the older albums. They've done a lot of splits with other bands, including Rosetta uh, and a load of others. So um, yeah, really rich 
rich um, discography to go back into. And if, if you're so swayed, you can uh, go for this £150 box set, which is amazing. So, yeah, um, you can get this at yearofnolight.bandcamp.com. And we're going to play the song Alethea.
Right, so we're going to close uh, with an amazing band called Hypoxia from Madrid. And uh, yeah, this is like incredibly political, incredibly kind of radical, I guess. And it, it's a really strange mix between kind of sludgy sound and like this kind of black metal speed. I, I really found this quite interesting, Pete. So where did you find it? Um, I, I've heard them before. You know, they were banned on my radar. Um, they did get in touch as well. But, you know, I was already listening to this. <laughs> Thankfully, you know, it, it jumps out. You know, the whole, they, they describe it as a homage to a person called Ramon Villa Capdevilla, who was, uh, who, you know, I've looked into and it was an anarchist fighter in the kind of Spanish Civil, civil War. He was in the French Resistance in the Second World War. Um, and, you know, it's an amazing, <laughs> you know, it's amazing kind of to be led down these, you know, this, you know, like a, a Wikipedia journey of discovery, you know, based on this band and to find out about this, you know, this, this anti-Franco anarchist fighter. So, you know, really good in that sense, you know, the proceeds as well go to a, a Colombian anarchist organization. So that whole, uh, you know, the, the, the packaging of it, the whole kind of aesthetic of it is, is brilliant. And, and that's before you get to the music. And, and you know, like you say, it, those two elements, the fact that both of them within the same song is what makes this really, really interesting and, 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 and vibrant, if that's kind of a weird thing to say for kind of sludge and, and black yeah. hair. But, you know, churning, that, isn't it? The, the sound yeah, churning. Yeah, but, but you know, the, the, when it changes tempo between the two, you know, it really does feel kind of fresh and exciting. And, you know, the 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 black metal bits kind of like the black and hardcore of hexes and and celeste as well we you know two bands in a row we've mentioned those and then you know really slows down into ugly lurking sludge mindset um and, uh, yeah i thought this was, it was fantastic yeah really enjoyed this and i think it's um something i'm gonna dip into after as well i mean it, it seems like there's there's a lot to unpack here and it's only sort of five minutes long um so yeah i think i'm gonna like listen to this several times again after this which is always a good uh, always a good sign really uh so you can get this at hypoxia.bandcamp.com and the song's called no tenemos and mundo and ruin us ah! 